and welcome to The Unstuck Club, the bite-sized podcast which helps you to get unstuck and build a life which makes you happy. I'm your host Jo, your life coach and happiness psychology enthusiast and I want you to use this podcast as though you've got a personal life coach cheering you on, sending you voice notes to help you navigate life. So if you've ever felt stuck in your life and found yourself wondering, is this what life is really all about? Then you're in the right place. Each episode, we'll dive into a topic to help you to get unstuck using life coaching tools and the psychology of happiness. And we'll always end on a question designed to make you pause, think and support you to getting yourself unstuck. So let's get going. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Unstuck Club podcast, all about how to avoid overthinking. Now, the reason I've pulled this episode together is because this is something which so many people, so many clients ask me about. They feel that they overthink things, they feel that they worry too much, and they want to try and find a tool or a technique to help them to do that less. Now, The first thing that I would say here is that as with all of these podcast episodes, this is a 10 minute uh, sort of snapshot into this topic and is definitely not to be used to replace any form of therapy or coaching um, or, you know, seeking kind of help if there is something that's really worrying you or is there if there is something that you feel like you're really overthinking. The aim of this is to give you a bit of a um, a sort of like nugget into some things that you can try out and some things that you can think about if you feel that this is a worry of yours, that you're kind of often worrying or overthinking things. Now, I'm kind of dividing this into two sections. So the first one is just things to think about. And the second one is actions and steps that you might want to try out. So when it comes to things to think about, the first thing that I want you to think about is what are the positive personality traits that naturally come from someone who might call themselves an overthinker. So what I mean by this is if you think that you worry a lot or if you feel that you're an overthinker, it's likely that you're going to have the kind of personality traits that, you know, does think things through and that will appreciate how friends might feel and that will think through a lot of different avenues before making a decision. So have a think about this, you know, what you're kind of might be labeling as overthinking as it's it's also a thoughtful part of your personality. You know, think about all the good traits that come with someone who might be an overthinker. And on the other end of the spectrum, think about the exact opposite. If you took away all of this kind of overthinking um, side of your personality, what else are you taking away with that? If you became the most carefree person yes there's so many positives to being carefree but at what point does that kind of tip into careless you know see it as as a spectrum and there's so much to be proud of with being a a thinker you know with being that that thoughtful person that thinks things through that doesn't take things lightly so make sure that you are appreciating that this part of your personality isn't a weakness it is a strength that you are just overusing in these instances. So that's the first thing that I want you to have a bit of a think about. The second thing is that in focusing on this 
area that you feel like you're overthinking, you are giving your thought fuel to believe that it is an important thought that needs to be thought through even more and even more and even more. So essentially in in feeding this sort of trying not to overthink and thinking about it all the time, you're almost being slightly counterproductive by making this whatever it is that you're kind of overthinking or worrying about by making it the centre of attention. So what I would really, really suggest if you find yourself that you feel that you're a worrier or you're overthinking, look at the bigger picture of how you can build a life to make you happy. And chances are, when you're building this life that makes you happy, when you're bringing more joy into your everyday, when you're finding more moments of happiness and increasing your well-being, that that is going to have a knock-on effect and it's going to reduce the amount that you worry on other areas of your life. It's going to reduce this kind of time that you spend overthinking. So that's the second thing is rather than trying to focus all your energy on how do I stop doing this, try to focus your energy on how do I start doing that and the start doing that being to build around you this life that you feel really happy in. And the third thing to think about is to know that those thoughts that come into your mind, those overthinking, worrying thoughts that kind of enter your mind aren't you They are your brain trying to keep you safe and that's why those thoughts are coming in. So when you hear them come in, I want you to notice that isn't me, that is a thought and that is all that thought is, as opposed to it being this kind of, you know, big part of your personality that you're a worrier. It's just your brain trying to keep you safe. And if you can start to recognise that it's not you, it's your brain, that can be a really helpful thing to help you to start to kind of go against, okay, that's what my brain's doing to protect me. What do I think in this situation? What am I going to do in this situation with the information that my brain's throwing at me? So in knowing those kind of three thoughts that I've, I've given you to think about, and, you know, do pause this or at the end of the podcast, think about each of those in turn. Here are a few techniques to help you get going. So something that I always say is, trying to avoid worrying is very much or you know change your mindset or um, stop overthinking is very much like going to the gym when it's hard at first it's painful you don't know what you're doing it doesn't come naturally it's you know you want to give up because it's easier not to do it but once you've persisted with it once you've been consistent that's when it starts to come more naturally you start to feel the benefits of it it doesn't hurt anymore it starts to become an instinct to do it so that's very much when you're trying to change your mindset when you're trying to look at um you know how to reduce your worrying or reduce your overthinking and that's something that I really want you to think about so any of these techniques that I suggest don't go away and do them once and then never come back and say that they didn't work really put some time and effort into giving these a go, knowing that it's going to be painful, but that in the long run, it will get easier. So these tips include the first, and in fact, what I will say here is they don't all work well for everyone. So I've worked with um, some people who absolutely will love one of them and will absolutely hate another one and another who will love the other one and hate the other one. So you just have to see what you feel works best for you when you're giving it a go. So one of them is a distraction technique. This is going to sound extremely obvious. And this is what I mean when I say it's very hard to do because it doesn't come naturally. But 
as I said earlier, kind of giving these worrying thoughts, um, you know, the attention that you're currently giving them actually just fuels your brain into thinking they are important and that you need to give them more attention. So if you can, when these thoughts come up, try to distract yourself from them. So if you start, you know, thinking of something that you're overthinking, 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 rather than thinking it through, rather than running the whole tape through in your head again, start thinking about something else. Again, I know that sounds irritatingly obvious and you're thinking if it's if it was that easy I'd do it make a real conscious effort you hear that thought come up in your mind and you go I'm not going to pay attention to this what am I having for dinner tonight oh what am I doing at the weekend oh I know I'll message my friend and I'll arrange that trip that we're planning um or you know maybe what is it that you like best I like puppies maybe it's oh wouldn't a room full of puppies be here nice if I had 10 puppies what would I name my puppies and just really try to focus on something else to occupy your mind with something else that you're actually interested in I know that doesn't come easily But if you can keep trying this and be persistent with this, even if you find yourself shouting at yourself in your head going, what am I naming my 10 puppies? It will absolutely help you to reduce that in the long run. The second technique is very much a Marmite technique. So again, give this a go, uh, see how you feel about it. Um, it's likely that you might have a preference to doing kind of one or the other of, of these two, or, you know, you could tie them in and try and use them together. So this technique is known as worry time. And essentially what it is, is if you find yourself worrying or overthinking about situations a lot, allow yourself to do that at a specific time of day, at a specific time of week, in order to stop it from taking over your full day. So say if you find yourself overthinking a certain situation or worrying about a situation or you know wanting to kind of think something through but to a level that feels too much tell yourself I I am allowed to overthink this I am allowed to worry about it as much as I possibly want at 6 p.m until 6 30. I'm allowed to worry about it as much as I possibly want you know you might set a worry time every day you might set a worry time once a week you know you might set two worry times a day if that's um you know, at the beginning, if that will really help you. And in doing this, it can allow you to kind of go ahead with that distraction technique to stop thinking about what it is you're thinking about, because you know that you're going to promise yourself that you're going to give yourself that worry time later. During the worry time, set an alarm, 6 till 6.30 say, and when that timer stops going off, you're going to stand up, you're going to walk away, and you're going to use a distraction technique to do something else. And again, this is very Marmite. Some people love worry time, some people hate it. But that's another way that you can get about your every day in a more normal way, in a less overthinking way, because you're promising yourself that time to overthink things when it's a suitable time for you. The third suggestion that I'm going to give you is to focus your mind on the good things that are happening to avoid your mind being on the more kind of worrying, overthinking things that are happening. So if a form of your overthinking is through a situation that happens, so say, for example, you went to a meeting at work and you're worried that you screwed it up, maybe that's something that you're overthinking. So what this technique is, it's to at the end of the day or at the end of the situation that you're kind of worrying about, highlight three good things that happened that day or, you know, highlight three good things that happened in the meeting that you went to. And in allowing yourself 
the time to think about good things that have happened to you in that day, it can help restore that balance. If you're worrying about the bad things and if you're kind of overthinking through things that might have gone wrong, that actually dedicating this time to thinking through the good things and the things that have gone well are really helpful in the long run. And if you struggle with, um, you know, the consistency of getting a notebook out and writing them down, text them to a friend, share them with your partner. I know that I've used this tip before and that's because there's research, there's a lot of research that shows that this is a really good technique um, and it's one that I personally use almost every day without fail. I, me and my husband go through the three best things that have happened to us that day and I can firsthand say that I find it really, really helpful. So give those three techniques a go. Have a think about the things that I said earlier And the question that I want to leave you with today is what are the positive personality traits that might go hand in hand with someone who calls themselves an overthinker? Thanks so much for listening to the Unstuck Club podcast. If you found this helpful, then don't forget to share it with friends, drop me a rating or hit subscribe to make sure that you never miss an episode. Until next time, I hope you have a really lovely week ahead.